No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Hezekiah becomes ill and Isaiah tells him that he will die. Hezekiah prays and weeps and God heals him, adding 15 more years to his life. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 38 on Simply the Bible. Hezekiah had been one of the few good kings in Judah. He had torn down the high places where the people had offered their sacrifices contrary to the word of God. And then he restored worship in the temple in Jerusalem. He had brought spiritual revival to the land and restored the observance of the Passover. When the king of Assyria came against Jerusalem, Hezekiah sought the Lord and God brought an amazing deliverance. But regardless of how good a person is, sickness and death still come to us all. Today we see where Hezekiah was diagnosed with a terminal illness. We continue in Isaiah chapter 38. In those days, Hezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah, the prophet, the son of Amoz, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Contrary to the belief of some, being a Christian or being righteous before God, one of God's people, does not mean that you never get sick. Hezekiah came down with a sickness, and Isaiah said, this sickness is going to end in death. And Isaiah said, you need to set your house in order. Now, that tells me one thing, that you know we know that life is going to come to an end at some point, and it is wise to put things in order. I think having a will and life insurance and all of those things that you do to prepare for the end of the road is wise. And that's pretty much what Isaiah was telling Hezekiah. You need to get things in order. You're not going to make it through this. So, you know, you're going to meet your maker, basically. Then Hezekiah turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I pray how I have walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. So it's interesting here. He turns his face toward the wall. Why did he do that? I think perhaps maybe just to be private, that no one could see. No one could see the fact that he was falling apart. And then he prays to the Lord. And he says, remember me. Remember how I have walked with you. You know, one of my favorite verses in the Old Testament is 2 Chronicles 31, 21. And it's speaking of Hezekiah. It says that in everything that he undertook in the service of God's temple and in obedience to the law and the commandments, he sought his God and worked wholeheartedly. And so he prospered. He'd been a good king. God had blessed him. And he said, remember, God, all the things that I've done in your name. And he wept bitterly. You know, the beautiful thing is that the Lord is near the brokenhearted. When he sees his people suffering, weeping, mourning, God is right there. Verse 4, And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, saying, Go and tell Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will add to your days 15 years. 
I will deliver you in this city from the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. And this is the sign to you from the Lord, that the Lord will do this thing which he has spoken. Behold, I will bring the shadow on the sundial, which has gone down with the sun on the sundial of Ahaz, 10 degrees backward. So the sun returned 10 degrees on the dial by which it had gone down. Amazing. So first off, God says, I have heard your prayer. I've seen your tears. I, I think that is so encouraging just to know that when we are brokenhearted, when we're at the end of our rope and we just pour out our heart to the Lord, the Lord is concerned. He does listen. He sees the tears. He hears the prayers. And God was moved. And he said, I will add to your days 15 years. Now, it's interesting to me because, you know, God has the control over the days of our lives. He determines how long we're going to be here. And he determines, you know, in this case, Hezekiah, okay, it was going to be so much time. Now he's going to have an extra 15 years because God controls all these things. And just knowing that God has the control of my days uh, brings me comfort to know that when it's my time, you know, God will make that clear. He'll take me home. But God was going to give Hezekiah an extra 15 years. And he said, I will defend this city, this city of Jerusalem. Again, there had been this great threat from the king of Assyria. God had killed 185,000 of the Assyrian warriors with one angel. But God said, I'm going to continue to defend this city and to show you the sign of this. Now, We'll see a little bit later in the chapter that Hezekiah had said, you know, what will the sign be that I shall return to the house of the Lord? In other words, what will the sign be that I'm going to get better so I can go worship God again in the temple? And so God said, I'll give you a sign here. You will see that the sundial will go back 10 degrees. Now, I don't know how many hours that represented, but that's a pretty amazing thing that it would go forward and then go backwards 10 degrees and then go forward again. How God did that, I don't know, um, but God did it. I believe that he did it. And it was a sign to show to Hezekiah that God was in fact going to heal him and he would be restored to the temple. Verse nine, this is the writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, when he had been sick and had recovered from his sickness. I said in the prime of my life, I shall go to the gates of Sheol. So Hezekiah is writing after this whole experience, you know, he got better and then he decided to write about it. And, you know, when God does answer prayer, it's a good thing for us to go back to the Lord and give him thanks. God, you know, we prayed this and you answered this and we just want to come back and just say, thank you, Lord, for answering our prayer. And this is pretty much how Hezekiah did this. He wrote about the experience and then he wrote in such a way as to give praise to God. So he said, here was my situation. I was in the prime of my life. And I said, I shall go to the gates of Sheol, which is the grave. He said, I am deprived of the remainder of my years. I said, I shall not see Yah. That's short for Yahweh, the Lord in the land of the living. I shall observe man no more among the inhabitants of the world. My life span is gone, taken from me like a shepherd's tent. I have cut off my life like a weaver. He cuts me off from the loom from day until night. You make an end of me. I have 
considered until morning like a lion. So he breaks all my bones from day until night. You make an end of me like a crane or a swallow. So I chattered. I mourned like a dove. My eyes fail from looking upward. O Lord, I am oppressed. Undertake for me. And so in a very poetic way, Hezekiah just lays out what it's like to come to the end of your life. You know, I have never been in that position where I have been diagnosed with a terminal illness, but I've heard from people that when that happens, I mean, we all know that our days are not going to last forever. We know we will die, but there's something about the doctor saying, you know, you have cancer and it's terminal that really puts things in perspective. And as Hezekiah realized this, he just mourned over the fact that his days were being cut off. And he just states this in so many ways, how God was just taking his life at this point. So he said, I chattered and mourned like a dove. I don't know what that is. Some people who may know more about doves than I do could maybe understand that. But I get out of this that he was just crying out to God, uh, undertake for me, Lord, come to my aid, do something. Don't take my life now. What shall I say? He has both spoken to me and he himself has done it. I shall walk carefully all my years in the bitterness of my soul. O Lord, by these things men live and in all these things is the life of my spirit. So you will restore me and make me live. And so, you know, by this point, he realized God was going to restore his life and give him 15 more years and that was going to bring him hope once again. Indeed, it was for my own peace that I had great bitterness. But you have lovingly delivered my soul from the pit of corruption. For you have cast all my sins behind your back. And this is what is so fascinating to me about life. About the trials of life. About the hard things we go through. The, the loss of people that are close to us or as I said here, the threat of one's life coming to an end. Those times in our life cause us, usually, if we're believers, if we have faith, it causes us to just turn to God and seek Him. And as Hezekiah said, in retrospect, this trial that he had passed through was for his own peace. He'd gone through this time of great bitterness, but in the time of the struggle, in the time of crying out, to God, he had found soul peace. And I find that to be the case so many times. If we will press on in prayer, if we will persevere, then we will have this exchange. You know, it says in Philippians chapter four, don't be anxious about anything, but pray about everything. You know, cast your anxieties upon him and he will give you peace. And this is what Hezekiah experienced. He also experienced not only the, the recovery of health, but he said, you've cast all my sins behind your back. And believe me, I think that that's the even greater thing is, is not only physical recovery, but knowing spiritually that our sins have been completely forgiven through the blood of Jesus. For Sheol cannot thank you. Death cannot praise you. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope for your truth. The living, the living man, he shall praise you. As I do this day, the Father shall make known your truth 
to the children. And so he's saying, look, of what benefit will it be if you take my life? Because I can't praise you from the pit, you know. Uh, You take me down to Hades and there's not going to be any more opportunity for me to pass on the praises of the Lord and the testimony of the Lord to the next generation. The Lord was ready to save me. Therefore, we will sing my songs with stringed instruments all the days of our life in the house of the Lord. We see here Hezekiah turns this bad situation into something that he writes really a poem about. But the purpose of this was that people would sing praises to the Lord. He says, we will sing my songs with stringed instruments all the days of our life in the house of the Lord. So again, taking this situation that was so bad at the time that he was going through it and turning it into a praise. And that's what I see. God so often allows us to go through these times of crisis in our lives. If we'll take them to the Lord in prayer, we will call upon him in the day of trouble. He will hear us. He will deliver us. And then we will come back and give him glory and praise. And that's what Hezekiah did. Now Isaiah had said, let them take a lump of figs and apply it as a poultice on the boil and he shall recover. And Hezekiah had said, What is the sign that I shall go up to the house of the Lord? So what's interesting about this story is that God can state something and then when people repent or they humble themselves or they cry out to God, God changes his mind. And in that, this is what happened here with Hezekiah. It's an interesting story. Whether or not that was such a good thing for Hezekiah, that remains a question mark as we shall see as we get into the next chapter. But one thing we do see is that God has a heart towards the brokenhearted and that he hears our prayers when we cry out to him earnestly. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Tomorrow we will see where Babylonian envoys visit Hezekiah. He shows them all his treasures. Isaiah prophesies that the day will come when the king's possessions and sons will be taken to Babylon. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.